Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs, the only watch podcast approved for syndication on Terok Nor. You have made it all the way to episode 180. Mike, what the fuck is up? How are you? Tell everyone you're okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Thanks for holding things down. Um, we did a proof of life stream <laughs> yesterday. That so great. But, uh, proof of life stream. There's There's been a lot going on here in the uh, greater Seattle area. Uh, which I'm not in right now, so I'm um, thankfully I'm, I'm more down south in an undisclosed location. We have Michael <laughs> in a safe zone. He's in a safe house. It's an underground bunker in yeah, an undisclosed escape, location. Escape from Seattle, episode 180. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so good. But here, let's do this. This is going to be super fun. Happy to have Michael back. Um, at the time of this recording, Michael and I are actually recording this on Father's Day here in yeah. the U.S. De USA, U.S. Um, so, Michael, happy, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, dog dad, right? Happy Father's Day. I have to call my dad after this. But I called him. I called him this morning, yeah. and he seemed very annoyed. <laughs> tired. Is my talk. You know what I mean? Oh boy. I'm telling you, man. So we thought it would be super fun to do a Father's Day sort of themed episode, but I. We love just trying to theme things as appropriately as we can for only, in only ways that TBWS, you know, can do them. So the obvious choice here would be to, oh, let's just do like the top 10 Father's Day watches, which is like fucking stupid. That's just really dumb to me. Um, <laughs> but we thought it would be super, super fun to essentially create uh, our picks for the three stages of fatherhood. So yeah. there's three watches. For each stage of fatherhood, the stages that we'll be going over, it's new dad, uh, and some of these might require explanation. So new dad, obviously newborn, infants, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the second stage of, 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 of the dad Dao is soccer dad, which is the middle tier. So maybe your kids are a little bit older, they're not quite teens, um, but they're old enough for you to possibly be schlepping around all their fucking sports shit. So soccer dad second tier and then the final tier empty nest slash hawaiian shirt dad so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's new dad soccer dad empty nest slash hawaiian shirt dad michael and i have each chosen watches that we feel represent those stages appropriately um at least with two with two caveats i like the idea uh, and we talked about this in the pre-talk we actually talked about this in before the clap so if you if you are one of our patreon contributors uh, Patreon supporters, you have access to Before the Clap, which is our uh, pre-episode recording where Michael and I plan these things out. So thank you if you are, and if you are not, check out the Patreon page, do all that stuff. Um, I'll talk about it more later. Uh, what was the hell was I talking about now? If uh, so, we uh, there's two caveats. I like the idea in this scenario of these three stages of of of, of fatherhood, the three stages of dad Dow. If these are non-watch people, right? Yeah. Yeah. These, this is not a watch fam dad. This is just a dad who, um, in certain situations, has wanted uh, to get a watch. Um, the second thing, and I think I, I think I might have done this more than than you with, um, excuse me, with my picks, is I've kind of superimposed myself in this scenario. If in another string theory alternate version of Kaz, excuse me, as I burp, um, if I wasn't a watch person. And I went through these three stages of dadism. How would I see myself 
purchasing, you know, watches to, to these three stages, new dad, soccer dad, empty nest slash Hawaiian shirt dad. So um, I think I kind of did that too. Did I you? Think I, I think I kind of pictured myself in these in these scenarios okay cool 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 yeah. cool cool so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm very excited about my picks i'm very excited about your picks we don't know uh what the other person has chosen in true tbws uh fashion but here let's do this michael i have i've had to do a wrist check by myself for two weeks <laughs> would you like to honor tradition with me I'm so I'm so sorry. No, you well usually um what I did in the on episode one stay of eight one seventy nine is I did a wrist check with the world, so I think I let them go first. So what I did on air is I'll I I, I paused and I'm like oh I'll give you guys three seconds to tell me what you're wearing, and like I just did like three seconds of silence, and I was like wow that's really cool guys great pick for the day, and then I just went into my wrist check. <laughs> oh that's cute. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. But it was like Dora. <laughs> Is it like it's Dora? Like, I've never, I've never watched Dora. She pauses. She waits for you to answer. I've never watched. I watched Blue's Clues. That was the show. That was the hot shit when I was a kid, man. Remember Blue's Clues with Steve? Yeah. And that yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Fucking blue dog. Blue dog. It's fucked up, man. It's not normal. And then you got Magenta. Who fucks Magenta. Yeah, that was the other dog. There's another dog. Oh my god. There's another dog eventually. I guess must have been like a must have been like a season three finale twist. Yeah. On Blue's Clues. Yeah. I didn't know there was another talk. <laughs> but yeah, I can I can do a wrist check. <laughs> Let's do this, man. Would you like to honor tradition with you, Michael? Would you like to do a wrist check? Right on. I'm wearing the same watch that I wore yesterday during our live stream. Cool. Um, and it's the it's the Doxa Sub 300 um, Black Lung reissue. So this is this is what I put on on Friday, and I'm like, it's time for the weekend. And usually, I think. Quite often, I'll wear this throughout the entirety of the weekend, unless I feel like putting something else on for the show. Right? You ever do that? You ever put something on just for the show? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, certain situations, I'll try and theme my wrist check to what we are talking about, or mm-hmm. what will app also happen sometimes is I just won't have put a watch on when I woke up that uh, that morning. You know? Yeah. Um. But this morning, I, I you know I, I woke up and I, um, I I put a watch on just because we do the um, we have the Patreon Slack channel now and so yeah we were all doing wrist checks in there and so this morning I'm like oh you know I'll put a, I'll, I'll put a, put a watch on for the for the wrist check but, yeah um, yeah I, I think I I suppose this Doxa could also be a a, a type of dad watch um, but this this would be somebody I don't think somebody would buy one of these if they weren't into watches somehow um, the doxa it's not at a least normal not, at least not now yeah it's not a casual watch purchase yeah it, there was there was a lot of marketing around these back when diving actually became recreational which is a big part of like Cousteau's team and the marketing that he did and then like the catalogs that they build um so this this is the version that has um his company's emblem between like seven and eight o'clock uh, so reissued cool. in 2017, 300 pieces, uh, and yeah, like I've said in a couple of uh, the previous episodes, they've become pretty difficult to find. <clears throat> I, I didn't expect it. Uh, I, I've said this before too, like folks, um, when they bought these, some people just bought them and either immediately tried to flip them for insane prices right uh, and some people actually threw them in in like a safe or something so 
I don't know, maybe maybe many years from now, you'll find a, a real new old stock reissue of the 2017 Black Lung. You know what's uh, so weird about that? That mentality exists in lots of different collecting niches. Most, or at least just because this is the, uh, one of them that I have knowledge about, most, most prevalently in comic books. It's the idea yeah. that if I buy this book and I just keep it, Keep it boarded, keep it plastic, keep it in like the acrylic, put it in like a, a, a safe. And if I just sit on it, it could potentially accumulate in value in the same way Action Comics number one did or Detective Comics number 27 or any of these like books that were unassuming at their start but then became collector's pieces later on. However, I, 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 I and you can tell me your thoughts on this. I don't think, I don't think planning ever works I think if something takes off there's no way you could have ever predicted it yeah I, th- I think it's actually even crazier in like the whole hype beast sneaker culture thing mm. where you like you get a pair to rock and a pair to stock uh, so is that like a thing pair yeah. to rock pair to stock oh my god yeah dude um, it's it's kind of bananas but um, this doxa is not babied um, like I said before it's I've just worn this so much and I've traveled with it so much. It's got a ton of scratches. Thankfully, the mm. crystal is still in good shape. Um, but like if I tried to sell this, I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to sell it as like a nice example um, just because it is it is pretty starting to get kind of beat up coming up on three years with this watch. You probably wouldn't get the same price as if you were selling it um like if it was never scratched or whatever, but you could, yeah. I, I think you could still easily quickly sell. Yeah. I could probably break even, but mm-hmm. um, that would be a sad day. And don't, I, sell, I st- don't sell that watch. <laughs> and I still, I still don't know. Th- this Doxa is, is also like, kind of like I said with the Speedmaster. when I bought a Speedmaster, I stopped looking at Speedmasters. It's just mm. like one of those watches that like closes the door. So I was Doxa curious for, years uh, and so like i bought this and people ask me like oh what do you think of the new the new docs is and i just i really don't know much about them other than the crazy chronographs the gold one and then the, oh, the steel yeah. version they came out with yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. i don't really know much about the new 300 t's or the 12 1200 t's i do like the the new sub 200 i think it is because you mm. can actually get a doxa for less than a thousand dollars now and okay. I think that's a that's a cool little model that they that's pretty cool they've released, but you you still have people you still have people in the camp that's that are like sort of strongly opposed to new Doxa, um, maybe after like the management shift, uh, and and some of the creative folks that used to be there are not necessarily there anymore. Right. But I'm I'm curious. I, I'm really curious about the, the the steel chronograph. I know that thing is like. For like, I think more than four and a half thousand dollars. Steel. Oh, you mean the forged carbon one? No, it's a steel chronograph. So they they did it oh, in okay. gold first, and now it's uh. Oh, finally... okay. Yeah. So I'm not paying four thousand bucks for a watch. Like, I mean, like I'm. I feel like with four thousand bucks, there's other stuff I'd want to. And this is just me speaking. There's other stuff I'd be interested in picking up for four thousand bucks. Yeah, there's it's forty nine hundred, and I think, I think they're gonna cut. They came out with a professional orange dial. I think they're gonna do a C Rambler and then a black one as well. So, 
but yeah, no, this this is this is what I'm wearing. Still have it on the steel bracelet. I might get like a tropic strap for it, like a rubber one, just just for really? summertime. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I might for the first time in like three years get this off the bracelet, <laughs> just because it, it looks cool. I don't know. I, I can't seen... picture it on anything except the bracelet, so I, I'm curious to see what it would look like on the on the tropic rubber. Yeah, I've I've wanted one of those straps for a while, anyways, because I think it would work on a ton of different watches that I have. But um, some shots I've seen of Doxes on on Tropic straps are I don't know they look pretty cool. Yeah, badass. See, we should Don just came in. Dog's here. What's up, dog? <laughs> All right, is that my go? Is it my? Yeah. Turn? What are you, What are you wearing? Uh, I thought it'd be fun today, uh, just because I'm kind of going through the whole just collection, like wearing stuff day to day. Today, uh, I just happen to be wearing, uh, I'm, I'm wearing a vintage uh, Vostok Amphibia. This is one of those to know, uh, to know cases. You have one of these. Um, did you sell that one or do you still have that one? Wait, which which watch are you wearing? The vintage Vostok Amphibia with that oh, like, yes, to know yes. case? Yeah, no, I still have it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, wearing that. This is really, really cool. You know, this is one of the um, the ones that. So this this one came out during the the Soviet Union. Um, I forgot what the actual case number is for the Tano style case because there's several different case varieties. The ones that most people see, um, it's the four two zero case. That's the case that was on. That was the the case style that Bill Murray wore on the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, um, with the ship's wheel dial and all that shit. You know. Um, there's the ministry case, which is 710. I think this case reference is technically 070, but it could be wrong. Or I think it's 070 pre or during the Soviet Union, but then post Soviet Union, I think it changed to like 090, or that's how they have it on Marinom. But um, this one's really, really cool. It was gifted to me by a uh, listener of the show. This is super clean. This is the one I think I, think I, I showed this to you in person. It's like brand new this is the nicest vintage Vostok amphibia i've ever seen in my fucking life yeah i think like, you featured it on one of the recent instagram photos <clears throat> it, it looks uh, insane i must have yeah so it, it's it's the dial's in great condition it's blue it has like a radial sunburst finish and it almost gives it this weird like dip effect where it looks like the center of the dial's like dipping a little bit in conjunction with the super thick uh, super thick acrylic dome um, mm -hmm. On here, it winds really smoothly. Uh, these vintage Vostok amphibians are powered by the uh, 2209 caliber uh, that Vostok was rocking back then. The modern Vostok amphibians are uh, equipped with the 22 or with the 24 blah blah blah. So 2414, 2416. Um, those are the automatic ones, I believe. And the 2409 is the manual wind one. I have the 2209. The 09 part is the is the manual part. So this vintage Vostok amphibia. It's got the 2209, and that's what the Vostok Amphibia had when it first uh, premiered, when it was first being prototyped in 67 slash 68, so um, it's a really, 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 really cool movement, uh, and it's one of those things where if you get a, a if, you can, if you get a vintage Vostok Amphibia, and it still has, uh, and if it has like a manual line 2209 in it, it's a really cool feeling, because you have, because even if it's not one of the original, like, Vostok amphibians with like the swing lugs or the clip lugs, wherever the hell they are, you can still feel that sort of level of historical connection, at least in the heart of the watch, in that you have the same movement that this watch premiered with, you know, the Vostok 2209. So it's uh it's it's pretty cool. I also love these vintage Vostok amphibians versus the modern uh, amphibious because 
in particular, this tonneau case, it preserves the radial uh, brushing. You know what I mean? The new ones, they totally just polish them out or they chrome them out. I always mix it up. Uh, and it's just, it loses so much of its character and definition in order to be super shiny. Um, which is fine if that if, you, if that's what you want. But for me, if you can get a really sweet tonneau style case, uh, Vostok Amphibia, and it has this radial brushing on it, it's it's really cool. You get a sense of just like this is a chunk of metal <laughs> that someone bought to dive with, you know. And it's really really cool. So yeah, I thought it'd be fun to wear it today, and um, it just feels really comfortable on the wrist. The size is perfect on this I thing. St- I still really like the um, <clears throat> the was it the one two zero case? Uh oh yeah, you're the 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 one that you had with the like the little small uh, crown guards. Yes, the it's either one two zero or one two one. Let me see. It's one two zero. It's the one twenty case. Yeah, that was that was a really cool one. Yeah, you had the scuba dude in the one twenty. Yeah, I had the scuba dude. That that thing that that watch was like well under forty millimeters, and it was just like really nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I, I tell people all the time if you like the idea of like a vintage watch. Or vintage diver, but you're afraid of buying something actually vintage. Just get a Vostok Amphibia. They and haven't basically. Much. They really haven't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're they're still making these things in very much the same way um, as they've always been made, and so it preserves a lot of those quote unquote vintage vibes in terms of like the size and maybe some of its decorative aspects and things like that. Um, 18 millimeter lugs. I think they're still 18 millimeter lugs, although yep. some might be 20 now. Um, you know what I mean, but uh, the le- like the classic legacy cases should still be um, eighteen millimeters, I believe. If I could be wrong, but uh, but yeah. So that's what I'm wearing for the wrist check. Vostok Amphibia, um, vintage Vostok Amphibia, two 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 zero nine caliber. Uh, I will say this now as a caveat, just in case anyone's curious. None of my picks for the three stages of fatherhood are Soviet watches or Russian watches. So. <laughs> Don't have the, don't have worry. the folks have the folks had enough. <laughs> I think people might have had enough uh, with episode one seventy eight and then episode one seventy nine. I think people have gotten their their fair share of Soviet watch talk. Um, but actually, on that, um, uh, so so good wrist check. You down? Are, are you down to move? Move on? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do some housekeeping here. Mainly, so obviously, I want to let everyone know and just kind of reiterate this. You know, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, you know, use our Amazon affiliate link. You can do all your normal Amazon shopping and not pay anything extra. And Amazon basically sends us a finder's fee. So if you have any questions, uh, DM us, email us at tbws.contact at gmail.com. Again, tbws.contact at gmail.com. The other way you can support the show if you want is through um, our Patreons, patreon.com slash twobrokewatchnobs, all one word. Um, and I want to spend a couple of minutes talking about Patreon just because there have been a shit ton of changes on there. And I mainly want to focus uh, the next couple of minutes to people who are already uh, patrons of, on, on the Patreon page. So if you are already supporting us on Patreon, you have to know that the tiers are changing like not in a bad way it's not like not like we're forcing everyone to pay us a hundred dollars for like bath water or whatever the fuck you know what i mean although we could right what do you think we could what if i <laughs> what if what if i draw myself a bath like a bubble bath but then i shave my entire body and sell that bath water oh 
<laughs> would someone buy that water? <laughs> I'm sure. You, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you can find someone that would want that. You might have to go dark web, <laughs> like a dot, like a dot onion or something. <laughs> who who, who wants know, to dude. buy my bath water? <laughs> <laughs> I'll smoke like a cigarette in the water so there's like ashes and shit in there as well. Like I really need to, I need to be like the Ben and Jerry's of bath water. Okay. Yeah. I need to be a textural experience. Not just like he bath water. I, 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 I did, I did, I did some cardio and I took a bath. Like, no dude, I have been, I have been shaving myself. I've been eating chips and smoking cigarettes in the bath, and that's the fucking bath. Okay, I'll, I'll get past the bath water. I'm sorry. I can feel you. I can. I can feel how upset you are. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel how upset. But no. So um, the Patreon tiers are changing in this. If you guys are, uh, if aren't aware, the main tier that was on there is basically like a one dollar tier. It's like you can pledge one dollar a month. However, Patreon allows you, if you want, to write in a higher dollar amount. So here's what was happening: people were pledging, people were signing up for the one dollar tier, but choosing to pledge more. You know, ten dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, which is like, which is super fucking awesome. Um, to be like month to be like monthly supporters on on that kind of level, and that's the kind of stuff that has kept Michael and I basically alive and afloat. However, <clears throat> Michael and I had a really really kind of just big phone call and just figured out a way to appropriately do this. We need to make those. We need to take care of people who are doing that. The people who have chosen to, just, and, and that's most of you guys who are listening, like if you're a Patreon, that's what I said before, if you're a Patreon uh, contributor, this is why this is how it affects you. If you already are supporting us with like a five, 10, 15, or $20 uh, uh, contribution, but you just selected the $1 tier, you need to move your pledge because I added a whole bunch of tiers to support the amounts of money that people were already paying us. So I'm just gonna give a super quick rundown into what that basically means. So there is currently a $1 tier on there right now. However, I'm going to either uh, close this out, as in like close it uh, and make it go away, or just not really emphasize it that much just because I, I don't, most people aren't even paying a buck anyway. Like the majority, like 99% of people are paying more than a dollar. So it just feels weird to even keep that there. But um, I added one, two, three, four, this, I guess there's four new tiers technically. And they all have uh, really cool, unique benefits that you basically are only going to have access to in supporting us on Patreon. Michael, are you cool if I take like two minutes just to run everyone through what's going down? Yeah, I see them. I have them open here too. So, cool. I follow so there's the five dollar tier, um, which is like the like the like the 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 I guess the new like intro one. Um, it's called the TBWS Audio Wrist Check Shout Out. Basically, this is really really cool. Um, the five dollar tier here, um, obviously, it's supporting the show. It makes us. It makes it able for us to just keep doing what we're doing. But in addition to that, you get to actually get in on our audio wrist check on these on these episodes when you join that tier we'll basically do an audio wrist check shout out during the audio wrist check that we just did now so um we'll shout you out 
Uh, we'll say your name, um, and we'll say nice things about you because you guys are fucking awesome. And we'll also highlight, you know, the a watch you want us to highlight. So what watch you've chosen to do your TBWS audio wrist check with. Um, and then we'll probably talk about your watch for a bit because I'm sure I'll get super distracted and get on some kind of tangent about how awesome the watch that this person uh, chose. It is the closest thing that we can possibly do to getting you guys on the wrist check aside from you breaking into our homes and recording with us. Um, <laughs> which we which, usually try to avoid. Yes, please don't break into our homes to record with us. Um, remember the? Do you remember the naked tickler? Yes. <laughs> All too well. I like the way you said yes. In that you're like, okay, what's the best way I can not incriminate myself by responding without too much enthusiasm? <laughs> I was the naked tickler. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Remember the naked tickler. <laughs> Whew, okay, that was convincing. Good save, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> totally human. <laughs> I'm totally not a lizard man. Yes, I remember the naked tickler. <laughs> this is a good show. <laughs> I love our show <laughs> so much. Um, but that's the but yeah. So if you want to get in on the audio risk check, and if you want to support us uh, the way you've been doing, if you're already like supporting us now, move your pledge from one dollar tier to the audio risk check tier, and then I'll reach out to you, uh, or my wife will reach out to you because um, Becky's actually. I don't, I don't know if I told you, Michael. Becky's helping us with the Patreon stuff just to help keep everything organized on there. Nice. Because um, yeah. she's way better at that stuff than I am. Uh, and, and we'll reach out to you. Get your info, get your name, ask you what watch you want us to use in like your uh, wrist check with us, and then it's going to be super, super cool. Uh, the next tier is before, it's called Before the Clap. Um, this is the one that we were mentioning before. So Before the Clap is essentially your behind the scenes or backstage glimpse into what it's like for us preparing for a show. Uh, I think I wrote down here it's supposed to be 15-20 minutes, but realistically it's probably going to be a half hour. It's a half hour um, audio track of basically Michael and I getting ready for the show. So we'll hash out the topic, we'll, sh we'll shoot the shit, any fucking horrible things we don't want to say on air, we'll get it out of our system before, <laughs> before hitting record. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun because it gives people a candid view into what the process is really like and kind of uh, how how ad hoc and off the cuff a lot of our planning uh, really is you know we don't have a flight plan we, we don't here uh, uh, Michael I'll put it in terms that you can appreciate we have no flight plan we don't I just got into a plane we, st we, we stole just, the plane <laughs> we just stole the plane and we just we just flew into the sky and now we're gonna do a barrel <laughs> You remember that poor guy? Where was that? That was Seattle, wasn't it? That was Seattle. That poor guy, man. I can only imagine. Yeah. You know? Um, and the, the poor air traffic controller guy. That, I mean, like, God. Right? Yeah. Whoever was talking with him. Okay, here, let's do this. Before the clap. Um, it's actually really cool. So, yeah, it's, it's 30 minutes uh, pre-show. Uh, us planning. Us just kind of catching up really quick. Stuff we don't want on air. Um, you're probably wondering what the fuck before the clap means. Michael and I have ritualistically begun every recording of the Tuba Wash House podcast from day one in 2016. Every recording, we start with a clap. We clap as loud as we can because we're in two separate locations. I'm recording one track on the East Coast. 
Michael's recording one track on the West Coast. And in order for Michael, because Michael does all of our audio processing, which is why if you're wondering why the audio in 178, 179 was bad, it's because Michael wasn't there. It was just me. It was just, it was just me yelling into my coffee can. Um, well, so we'll do the clap. I'll clap, my, I'll clap on his end so Michael can look at the spike in the audio, actual like track, and line it up. For me, the clap has become this ritualistic, almost like a mantra that I allow myself to get into like the Kaz trance mode. So we count, you know, we do one, two, three, and then we clap. Um, and for me, I use that to like, you know, get into it so I can appropriately like, you know, hang out and talk to Mike and hold the room and all that shit. So, um, so that's why it's called before the clap because it's basically everything we record before the clap. Uh, so. Uh, the next, oh, and, and and if you sign up for the before the clap tier, you also get everything before that. So that's how all the tiers work as well. Like, if you're in the fourth tier, you get all the other tier benefits before. So if you sign up for before the clap, you're also going to get to do the audio uh, wrist check. You know, uh, shout out with this. Yeah. Uh, but 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 I'm going way over time. Uh, the next tier is actually super fun. If you for some reason really enjoyed episode 178 and 179, where I just talked nonstop about vintage Soviet watches, uh, the next tier is for you. Soviet watch eBay deep dives with Kaz is the stupidest fucking name ever, but it's all I could think of on the fly. I might change that name. Um, basically, this is a video series that I'm creating where I, in real time. Like on my screen, it's a video. I go through eBay, look at stuff, and show you my actual step-by-step -step method and process for calling out Franken watches, calling out stuff that looks weird, looking for watches that look right. Um, it's a very free-form sort of thing, but I wanted to record the process that I use for looking at Soviet watches as naturally as possible, just so everyone can. Uh, I guess just get as much education as they can because we get emails, dude, all the time, all the time of people asking, hey, how can I tell if this is real? Hey, is this real? Blah, 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 so on and so forth. And the only appropriate way that I could possibly think of to address everyone's concerns is to just create these, you know, this video series. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm going to try to keep it maybe around 25 or 30 minutes, but possible it might go longer i'm not entirely sure um and right now i'm planning on doing uh once every two weeks i might try and do it once a week uh if if enough folks express interest and um depending on how it goes but right now i'm kind of slating it for uh once every two weeks but um and if you sign up for the this tier obviously you get all the other stuff before like i was talking about you know you'll get access to before the clap you'll get the shout out all that fun stuff um, the last tier here we have dubbed appropriately Hanging Watchdog. <laughs> again, Michael, to your point, I guess it's surprising Patreon doesn't really uh, monitor no. <laughs> monitor the stuff we put on here, whatever. Uh, this is actually a really cool tier. So with this tier, you get everything I just mentioned before the clap, Sobe Watch, uh, eBay Deep Dives with Kaz, the wrist check, all the bullshit. But in addition, um, you get access to uh, we're going to be doing live video Q&A sessions every two weeks through uh, through YouTube. So like a YouTube live stream where it'll... Uh, I'll try to have Michael and I both be there, but it's entirely possible every now and then only I can do it or only Michael can do it. But basically every two weeks, 
Um, we're gonna get on the uh, on the on the live stream. We'll do live Q and A. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Get to hang out with us. It's gonna be cool. Uh, but the really really cool thing about that is um, you actually will also get access. So in the Hanging Watch Dong tier, you'll also get access to the TBWS fam uh, private Slack channel. Uh, so it's a Slack channel just for people in the TBWS fam who are in this tier. Just to give you guys an idea, I have Slack on my fucking phone. I'm on there all the time. Um, <laughs> it's me, uh, Michael's in there, a, a, a bunch of the contributors in there. Uh, we do daily risk checks. You know, there's like a there's like a little there's like a little sticky in the Slack channel that does like reminds everyone to like post your your daily uh, your daily wrist shot so it's super cool it's also that's also another really good uh, way for you if you have questions like a soviet watch question or like a general watch question and uh and you want like an answer that is an excellent way uh to do it as well so if you join that monthly uh recurring tier you know you'll get access to the live q a's but also like more like more badass i think it's the actual tbws family like private slack channel so um, and all the previous uh, previous tiers, um, and the yeah, so it goes five bucks, ten dollars for before the clap, fifteen for Soviet watch e, uh, eBay deep dives, and then twenty for the live Q and A and the Slack, and then, um, and then yeah, that's so and, and and so again, if you're currently a Patreon contributor, and if you're one of the ninety nine point nine nine percent of people who are paying five fifteen or what is it, 5, 10, 15, or 20 bucks now, because most of you guys are already paying more than $1. You need to move your pledge, so I know how to sign you up and get you all the private access you need to for the exclusive <laughs> content or the Slack channel, everything like that. Um, Michael, do you have any questions? I don't have any questions. Um, okay. This all looks good. Yeah, Okay. I can't wait to launch this. Yeah, yeah. So first invites, actually first invites will be going, because some people have already signed up for uh, the Slack channel. Which is fucking insane because like it's only been up for like a little bit. Um, to be more time for the Slack channel, those invites are going out. Um, I think actually the day this episode goes uh, goes live Monday, so Monday, June twenty second. Um, if you've signed into the Hanging Watchdong <laughs> tier, so it's fun to say uh, tier, um, you know you'll get us. You'll be getting a Slack invitation, and then I'll also be in contact to get other info from you, so you can get all the other. All the other benefits we uh, we talked about, and I should have one episode of the the inaugural episode of Soviet uh, Watch eBay Deep Dive with Kaz live as well, and uh, the first episode of Before the Clap will also be live. So everything should be there, and we should be on the uh, proper rotation. Is there anything I'm forgetting, man? No, I think that's it. Okay, that was way more than I want to talk about Patreon. You guys know I don't like talking about like Patreon and stuff like that too too much because I don't want to spend too much time talking about like like overhead and all that stuff but I think it was I think it was appropriate to just try and have our actual rewards align with what people were like super kind enough to contribute you know yeah so and if you and if you are a Patreon contributor now and you want to get in on some of the stuff we talked about go to go to the Patreon page patreon.com slash knobs. there'll be a show there'll be the, like the link to all the show notes everything like that and you can go and check out all the stuff there and um if you have any questions just let me know what's up uh but I think that is it for housekeeping. Also, check out twobrokewatchnobs.com. We're posting a lot of really cool stuff constantly. Um, I'm going to reference one of the things that we posted, uh, uh, that, that one of the contributors posted in one of my picks, but I think that's it for housekeeping. Intro, wrist check, housekeeping. Are you good? I'm good. Let's talk about some dad watches. Dad watches. 
<laughs> the dad wash discussion. So yeah, here, let's shift to the main topic. The dad wash discussion is always so interesting because I feel like there are traditional <clears throat> dad watches that always get called uh, called out. So the the um, what uh, the Ray Romano watch with the F9 was it? What is it? The Casio. I think it's the F91W. I feel like that's a very traditional dad watch. Yeah. You and know. he's like he's like he's portrayed like the dad archetype in a very mm-hmm. memorable sense. <laughs> oh god, ma no Robert. Yeah. I can't do a very good remodel, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Baron, Baron. And so what I I thought would be fun is if we chose different dad watches that maybe didn't necessarily fall into stereotypical dad watch facets and then obviously we talked about each one of the tiers uh, of the three stages of, of fatherhood um, this, this, this three, the three stages of like yeah. what you go through as a dad so just to recap and then we'll actually get to the, the watch picks so you guys can hear me stop talking um, first stage of, of the dad Tao is new dad right so you're dealing with a baby or an infant or something sapling you know uh, second stage is soccer dad, because I can't, because we couldn't think of a better middle stage. Basically, that's the stage where your kids aren't teens, but they're not babies. Maybe they're doing a bunch of youth sports. They're just getting to the point where physical activity makes them smell disgusting because they're like smelly little kids, you know. Um, <laughs> and then there's the <laughs> there's the there's the final stage of fatherhood, it's the empty nest slash Hawaiian shirt dad. I have chosen three watches that I feel am, uh, 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 kind of fill these roles perfectly as I think I would go through them as a non-watch person. Um, and I know you've done the same as well. You've got three watches, right? I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Michael, you should go first because I have been talking way too much. What's, you, what's your new dad watch? What do you picture a dad with an infant wanting to wear? <laughs> paint, paint me. Paint me a narrative. So... Um, I picked this watch strictly because of a new dad story that somebody shared with me, okay. um, where they had this watch. Uh, so he's a friend of the show and, uh, he expressed how useful this watch was, uh, when he was, you know, kind of raising his newborn. Okay. Um, and this watch on Long Island watch, you can get for 240 bucks. I know I've been talking about it a lot. But it's the Quartz Marathon Pilot Navigator with the tritium tubes. Hmm. Um, the reason I found it so interesting was because of his story. He said that actually the tritium tubes at night were so, so bright that as he entered the room to kind of check on his baby in the crib, it was light enough. It was bright enough to let him see where he was going and reaching without like turning a light on and like disturbing the child. Oh. So I was like, holy shit, like that's that's pretty cool. And he kind of mentioned that like he wore the watch uh long term as as he was raising his his child. So that's that's my first pick because just from a sense of utility that that seems pretty pretty that's useful. Super cool. So can do you have a link cuz I can't find I can't find the particular one. Uh, yeah, let me about. It's funny we chose our infant watch with the same with the same sort of idea, not disturbing the infant. So let me see this thing. So I want to make sure I'm looking at the right yeah. one. So it's the it's the same one that I had before. Um, yeah, dude. It's the same one I, I gave away, and yeah, it's it's again, it's a, it's a fun watch. This 
Benrus Type 2 style case, like asymmetrical case, is just legendary at this point. That's why we're seeing a lot of people like reissuing them or like building them from parts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but this Dude, one in. 240 for tritium <laughs> tubes? That's so cool. 240 for tritium tubes. This one is updated with a steel crown and a sapphire crystal. So wow. some folks, some folks, uh, when these came out, these resin case versions, they're like, oh, it's basically all plastic. The crown was plastic. The crystal was plastic. Uh, so this one is actually recently released. And uh, Mark from Long Island Watch did a cool video uh, just covering the updates. But this is this is kind of what immediately came to mind uh, just because of that story that, that was shared. Um, you know what's funny? The, the loom shot that Mark has on here on, on LA Watches, it's not that great. No. I you mean, should probably loom, get a better loom shot. Loom shots are they're they're hard to pull off. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Traditionally, we've here at TBWS we've always had a hard time with with uh, with loom shots. So so you're so so you're a new dad, um, and you go out and get this watch. At, yeah, and you use it as, as basically your unobtrusive guide in the dark. And I think I think Long Island Watches is one of those like it's one of those websites that you can navigate and not feel like you have to be a watch guy to find something oh yeah totally you know i I, there's nothing there's nothing on this homepage that screams like i don't know cork sniffery yeah right you have to know what the actual linga is of the movements for watch you're looking for it's like oh what's the fucking link so i I kind of i kind of envision this this person i don't know Telling a coworker, telling a friend, like, "Hey, I gotta find a nice watch." And, hey, go to this website and browse around, and I don't know. You can, you can definitely land on this after clicking Aviator Watches. I think it's actually in the first <laughs> product row. Huh. Uh, so yeah, this is this is what I would pick, and it's it's like all black, blacked out. It can go with everything. The strap that it comes with is totally fine. You don't have to replace it. Um, and it's just a little little more interesting than something like a <clears throat> I don't know, Timex that you you'd get at Target. Right. Super cool. Super super super, super cool. Um hmm. is it my turn? Mm-hmm. So my new dad watch, like I said, I chose it with the very similar idea in mind, with the idea of <clears throat> I need to get the functionality out of the watch without A potentially waking up a sleeping infant. Um, and then also I had this vision in my mind of like, um, parental shifts, one parent awake, one parent asleep, especially in those first few weeks, like when the sleep patterns just totally fucked and the baby's got to eat at random times, one parent awake, one parent asleep, maybe you have to set an alarm, maybe you don't X, Y, Z. And so I'm trying to think like, what scenario can I exist in where I can have something help me track time, but not like, like blaringly loud or like crazy loud you know uh, like alarm noises and i stumbled upon very affordable i'm sending you a link right now so just spoiler alert these are uh g-shocks these are casio i think it's technically a g-shock oh no maybe it's not a g-shock not entirely sure, but it's a Casio. It is the Casio, um, it's part of the uh, Vibration Alarm series, and it's exactly what it sounds like. $25, um, you basically get this classic looking 
uh, Casio. It doesn't say G-Shock on here. It's the Super Illuminator, um, but it has that G. It has that sort of G-Shock uh, look, but probably not at all like the the. You, don't throw this off the top of a of a garage of a, of a parking parking lot. That's what I'm trying to say. Of, of like a parking structure. So, I like this watch, uh, and there's several of these, you know, in different looks and things like that. It's super cheap. It's 25 bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it should take a beating. So, uh, children, young infants, and babies they explore things by just putting them in their mouths. Babies put everything in their mouths. <laughs> okay, like don't hold a baby if you're wearing a necklace because baby's gonna fucking try and eat or at least chew on the necklace and so in my mind a baby can chew on this if it wants okay mm-hmm. probably won't damage it um and if for some reason your your child does damage this watch it's 25 dollars. okay but for me the really cool feature is the vibrating uh vibrating alarm i can use the watch uh, and set like a vibrating like alarm to let me know um, if it's time to do this or if I'm trying to like like take care of this infant and do work stuff also I can time like you know the time I'm doing work stuff and XYZ all in a way that's not making too much noise because if you have a newborn if you have an infant and if you're able to somehow get them to sleep whether they can only sleep when you're holding them which is like a big thing with kids when they're first born or if they're asleep and like a crib or like a little like rocker next to you or whatever the vibrating alarm because uh, I, f- I found videos of this thing it's you basically don't even hear it or, or know it's happening unless you have the watch on your body or if it's on your on your wrist you know yeah and t- by the same token if you need this alarm uh and you're like next to your spouse it won't wake them up if it goes off on your arm if you were both up until five in the morning with a screaming kid and only you need to be up at 6 a.m. for like work or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, I I am pointing all of this out with the caveat of, yes, guys, I know my phone can do all of that. I don't care. I want to watch. All right? I want well, I, I, I a dad watch. Yeah, I don't know if a phone is the is the best, though, for like a vibrating alarm that you can discreetly recognize and you know acknowledge well actually that's that's a good point with the with the watch i can be holding my infant with both hands and still have access to the watch have access to the time it has a big light on it so similar to your marathon pick i can use the light the the light doesn't the the light on here is not going to be as powerful as necessarily the tritium tubes but it's something yeah you know so for me, I like this watch because it hits all those great points. Uh, it can help me keep track of time without like a loud blaring alarm. It's only 25 fucking dollars. So if it gets the rash or vomited on or chewed on, whatever, right? <laughs> as a hundred meter water resistance, there is no possible way your infant can accumulate and generate and secrete the amount of vomit necessary to drown this watch. It's not possible. Unless your infant happens to be like a baby sperm whale. Then maybe. <laughs> and it just like spews plankton, you know, or whatever. Whatever whatever whales eat, I'm not sure. So with 100 meters of water resistance, you should in theory be able to wash anything off this watch. Piss, poo, anything. It should be okay. But if for some reason something does render the watch quote unquote totaled, it's 25 bucks, man. Yeah. You know, and it has all the all the usual really cool Casio uh, 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 digital features. 
you know, um, uh, chronograph functions, 24 hour timer, all this stuff, uh, 100 meter water since I talked about, um, calendar, uh, second time zone. Um, also, if you wanted to eventually move away from the vibrating alarm and use the regular like chiming, like beeping alarm, it can do that too. So for me, this was kind of like a, a no-brainer when I when I stumbled upon it. Um, and I, I opt for this as opposed to if you for some reason are one of these fucking people that is opposed to quartz watches or digital watches. First of all, like you got you just got to get over that shit, okay? Um, and second of all, in this scenario, if you're just like, well, cast, I could just use my Vulcan cricket. Do you have any idea how loud those crickets are? <laughs> They're loud enough. They're loud They're, enough to probably wake somebody up if you don't want them to. Yeah, dude. All right. It's like it's metal on metal. Okay. Yeah. So that fucking little vibrating alarm is waking someone up. Man, we're we're about we're about to have a fun moment because my next hmm. watch for like the the soccer dad the the in the trenches dad approaching adolescence um it's like the complete fucking opposite of what you just picked the same mine's actually very different so here let's do this let's transition so your 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 new dad phase is over you've gotten through the baby bits now your child's talking they're developing their own personality their own tastes likes dislikes maybe they're an asshole and you recognize that but you can't really express that because it's your child so you had to just bury that all deep inside um your child is no longer um, an infant, uh, you know, maybe you're progressing in your career, you know, maybe your relationship with your spouse is changing, you're growing as an individual and a family, you have attained soccer dad yeah. status. Um, what's your pick for soccer dad status? So let's stay, let's stay in the Casio realm. Okay, cool. Literally the complete fucking opposite. Let's so I'm going to, I'm going to send you a Slack link. There you go. And selfishly, I've been drooling over this watch, so I figured I'd bring it up and we can talk about it. <laughs> I love this. Oh my god! Tell everyone what is. Oh, we we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. So this is <laughs> this is a this is a G Shock. It's not just yes. G Shock. It's a Mudmaster. It's not just a Mudmaster. It's a Master of G Mudmaster. The reference I is. I don't know why the Master of G thing is always like oddly sexual to me it's really weird it's really weird um it is the carbon case ggb100-1 a3 so you might be thinking well you know do you have to also kind of be a watch guy to to pull the trigger on this i kind of envisioned our our dad walking around aimlessly at like a Nordstrom or exactly or Macy's Penny, like some some yeah. some big department store where they have a ton of G Shocks, like different different price ranges and everything. And maybe maybe reaching for this um, for the sake of finding something just really really interesting that would help you pass the time. Mm. Uh, you're you're waiting for ballet practice to finish. You're waiting for soccer practice to finish. I don't know. <laughs> So this is one of those uh, quad sensor G-Shocks that, um, what is this? You have a thermometer, an altimeter, a compass, and a step counter. Because uh, wow. you, you might not necessarily be uh, keeping up with your health <laughs> as best <laughs> as you can when you're a dad. So, But at least you can get your steps in. 
Um, this is kind of hilarious too, because if you're on the G-Shock site, they mm-hmm. give you like a, a little paragraph description, some photos. Uh, you can see how to pair the watch with like an app on your phone. Yeah, I see that now. And if you want to see specs, they give you the most on the surface specs, like, I don't know, eight bullet points here or something. You have to click full specs to really, Jesus Christ, see what this gives you. Um, so this gives you everything from world time to stopwatches. You get five daily Jesus. alarms. Um, countdown timer. So the, the typical G-Shock stuff with like a big old button for the light. Uh, but you get like sunrise, sunset. <clears throat> you get world time with wow. like 12, 24-hour format. Let's see. Uh, talked about t- the thermometer. Can we talk about how big this watch is? Yeah, yeah. Five millimeters. <laughs> yeah, 55. My God. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And it's easy to clean. It's um, easy to clean, yeah. <laughs> 200 meter water resistance. Uh, so this kind of graduates from, uh, I think, the marathon before and, and the, the last Casio that you picked. But I just think, I think this is really the kind of watch that you can buy and just really be entertained by for a really, really long time. Yeah. Uh, the compass is really cool when you set when you set the compass i don't know maybe maybe you are getting into outdoor activities with your kids hiking uh climbing whatever like i don't know yeah, some you of those... were you you were you were in scouts could you could you see some like right you you, you were a scout right yeah i mean i can see a scout scout master wearing wearing this right? watch um, i can see that i suppose i mean you should be using the compass that they give you uh but but I yeah, have this... to hang. I have to hang Boy, Boy Scout dog. Okay, um, <laughs> I want to take that back. Actually, that that could be a slippery slope after Boy Scout dog. <laughs> Just, um, but yeah, this. I don't know, man. There, there's something about this, and you can get it in different colors. Uh, the one that I picked has this sort of almost like green canvas look to it, but it's actually yes. rubber. Uh, there's one that's completely blacked out. There's one that's orange. Um, I like this one you've picked. Uh, I don't know what the other colors look like, but I like this one you picked in particular because there's enough going on here to give you a sense of how many functions this watch has. However, it's constantly just beneath the line of being visually overwhelming. Actually, yeah. really, somehow, it really works. And you know, the thing, the thing that kills this watch in terms of the specs is not the fact that it's 55 wide it's that it's 19 millimeters thick (laughs) jeez like the the 55 diameter it's it's only 53 lug to lug so you're not you're not that far from like not that bad like to like lug to lug yeah that's not but that that 19 millimeters thick that's that that might be the killer that might that might be what keeps me from from buying this watch because i i saw this and like you think master of g series like, oh, like that's the expensive one. Uh, but this is, I mean, 380 bucks. I've talked about citizens that cost more. Hey, it's 380 directly from G Shock. I'm sure yeah. you could find it for a better price on Amazon yeah. or something with this like carbon core. Like, I don't know, it's 324 cool. on Amazon. Nice, that's really cool, actually. Shit. Yeah, because usually I feel like Master of G that's always in like. 800 to 1k area and then higher obviously but i feel like starting level for master of g i don't know why it was always in that 800 to 1k area but that's clearly yeah. not the case with the with so, this watch 
from from ballet practice to a teenage boy's browsing history, this watch can handle anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's actually really interesting. We again approached Soccer Dad, uh, uh, this, this, the Soccer Dad stage of, of, of fatherhood, in a similar way, but with different sort of reactions. So this, so I, I, so here, let me send you my pick. So here's what I was picturing, um, you know, soccer dad, maybe you're entrenched enough in the point of fatherhood to where all of your kids' uh, likes and hobbies and personality traits revolve in some way or are hinged in some way upon your supporting them. So you have to drive them to here or you have to make sure they have the right this or you have to make sure they're doing this or they sign up for this. And so all of their hobbies and things that they need to feel fulfilled and become like a proper functioning adult who makes good judgment, that has to all go through you. And sometimes I think it's really common for people to lose a sense of their individuality in their parenthood. Mm. You know, I don't see myself as... um someone who is a guitar enthusiast anymore my personality is now dad that's my personality is dad right the priorities um, change or at least which is totally <laughs> which is totally which is totally appropriate i think it's to some extent you know obviously your life is different your life now it has to include this uh this new person it's not just you know potentially your spouse or not spouse depending on the situation it's now them and this new like human being who's just finding themselves and so a bit of that is normal however that said you're not doing anyone any service by losing those things that made you you or losing a sense of your own kind of individuality. I like to call it my introvert bubble because every now and then I just need to like sit down and just not process anything around me. I just need to like sit and like maybe drum out the first 30 seconds of Nirvana smell like teen spirit for like an hour <laughs> on my leg. I just need to, you know, I just need to like space out and like not exist as part of something else. Just be an individual just doing nothing, one thing, preserving who I am. That whole discussion is based around the idea of, okay, let's say, again, I had the same scenario. I'm strolling through a Nordstrom or a Macy's or some kind of department store and I'm going through watches and I actually connect with a watch in a case that does not necessarily signify something to me that is emblematic of being a father. Like I bought my old uh, Casio Illuminator vibrator alarm um, in order to support, you know, new infant needs, not waking up other people in the house, making sure everything was all timed. But I want to get a purchase that's potentially indulgent, but that connects with me as an individual and what I think is is cool. That this is how, and I, this is totally, this might be totally insane, but this is how I've interpreted Soccer Dad, the Soccer Dad watch, as kind of the antithesis of what it means to be a soccer dad in order to keep being a better soccer dad. You're, you're trying to preserve some kind of personal identity in a subtle, easily accessible way, like yes. this watch. I am sending you a link now. Let's see. This choice has been precipitated by the recent write-up uh, from TB Davis contributor Baird. Baird did a really cool... So Baird's like the Mito guy. Yeah. Here at TBWS. Okay. He's just got a whole, he just keeps posting about Mito. He did doing a whole bunch of Mito reviews. And um, he did a review recently of this Mito uh, Multifort uh, Gent 38mm, which is discontinued. Now there's a 42mm. Um, and the 42mm 
is the one that I've chosen. Um, the reference number is fucking stupid, but I'm going to give you the whole thing anyway. It's multi... It's stupid. It's, it it's really like, is. It's like 11 fucking characters, Michael. It's okay. borderline Omega, but go it's, ahead. Okay. Mul- Whew, I didn't take a breath. Multifergent M005.430.11.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0
smaller size watches where that new sweet zone is between 39 and 40 millimeters i feel like you only get to there once you've just been like going through watches for a long time so i could be misinterpreting that but that was kind of how i felt but i think this watch the 42 millimeters of this watch is saved by the by that thickness of the watch it's only 10 millimeter or 10.995 millimeters thick um which is actually quite thin i feel like because um, it's got, uh, it, it's. I think it has the same movement. No, it might be a different movement actually. Uh, that that movement, that's like um, I think that's that Powermatic eighty or or whatever I it is. That think it's, that it's might shared, be here. It's shared by. It's Ocean shared by Star. a lot of different different brands. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiso has one. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it basically kind of makes its round in the swatch movements, but um, yeah. it also allows the watches to not be super thick. Uh, so, uh, let me see here. It's the automatic Mido caliber. It's a base ETA C07.621 slash ETA 2836-2, whatever the fuck. Uh, dial, let me see here. The dial color is anthracite. That's the phrase that pays. I don't know if, are, are anthracite dials still in, Michael? Super cool. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, bracelet stainless steel so yeah this for me I don't know why I put myself in that scenario where I'm walking through I have a vivid imagination I'm walking through a mall maybe I'm maybe I'm in this mall because my kid is getting like fitted for like an outfit that they needed for a dance competition or maybe there's like something in the mall that they need to be at and I'm just kind of killing time or maybe I had to drive my kid to the mall so he or she could hang out and go shopping with their friends but I gotta wait so I just gotta fucking just walk around like an idiot um, mm -hmm. and maybe I'm walking through the watches and I see this watch and I'm like that is not the watch of like an infant father that that's I could be interpreting that wrong that everything is different but that's how I kind of felt with this watch I'm like I could totally buy that watch if I needed to feel like I had to preserve a sense of individuality like 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 a like dad man individuality so uh but however that said the price of this watch is it's, it's actually kind of high that's why i'm just like also putting it in the this is my nice watch category i'm buying this watch and that's it that's my nice watch forever you know mito has it on their site for 920 dollars um how much is it on amazon and the thing is also with fucking with these department stores you're not paying full price man you know what i mean yeah if you buy if you buy from like a fucking macy's or whatever you're getting that shit you can get that pretty not, not cheap but way off so amazon has it for 740 um which is what's what's right what's 920 minus 740 amazon has like an impressive mito selection by the way it does it actually does yeah, it's really, really cool. So that's my pick for soccer dad watch. Not necessarily a watch to help you feel like a soccer dad, a watch to help you not feel like a soccer dad. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I interpreted my own like 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 backwards way. But we approached it, I think, very similarly. Yeah. The soccer dad watch. Yeah, I think so. You know? Um let's do this. Uh we're on the last tier. Okay. Your kid was an infant, then they weren't an infant. Now maybe they're 18 or 19. Uh, they're going to college. They're going mm -hmm. away to college. Don't make your fucking kid stay at home. If your kid's going to college, you make their ass leave. All right. <laughs> I mean, you might. I, I, I thought even beyond that, you, you might even be 
going to the first wedding now you know ah okay that works that works yeah. as well so mm-hmm. maybe your kids getting married maybe maybe your kids making their own individual life milestone events yeah that don't have to be routed through you anymore as the soccer dad everything had to go through you but now in the final stage of fatherhood they're they can make choices big life choices and you can just be a spectator as opposed to you know a facilitator uh which i do think is one of the signals of, of the final signals of being the, the last stage of of fatherhood so that's the sort of the realm that we're in and michael and i have dubbed it the empty nest slash hawaiian <laughs> shirt dad <laughs> yeah phase um what's your pick for the final stage of fatherhood i have my pick um and i think it's very interesting what i what i would have done here but i'm i'm curious just based on our picks so far i'm curious to hear how, how did you interpret the final stage of fatherhood with a watch so this this is a warning a warning right now the price okay. range on this one is nowhere near <laughs> what i talked about God. before okay um, let's do it <sighs> but i see this watch um I don't know, almost maybe as like a way to celebrate, um, you know, your kid getting married or something like that, Mm. or even becoming a granddad, Um, like, like realizing those milestones and also recognizing that you yourself have reached the milestone. Um, And really, my other choices, let's say, let's say we're going through this and actually keeping a three watch collection. I like where I'm at right now with those two watches and i feel like this one would really like seal the deal um so i also picked it because it's a luxury brand it's but it's okay so it's an omega it's the let Mm, me okay let me drop it here and you're probably tired of hearing me talk about this watch because i also kind of see this as like a sort of end game watch this is um, such a cool watch. Oh, in a lot of man. ways, the more the more and more I think about this, <sighs> the more I, I want one. Yeah. Um, and so like I think a lot of times some men seem to reach older age and they start thinking about like a Rolex or something. Yeah. Um, you know, you've even heard some collectors say like, "Oh, like I I stayed away from Rolex because it seemed like an older guy brand." Yeah. You know. Um, you know, your dad with the date just, my grandfather with his date just. Uh, it's just something that we. I, I don't want to get a Mercedes because my dad had a Mercedes. I'm getting an Audi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I'm his age, I'll get the Mercedes or whatever. Right. But Rolex, Rolex today, the way that it's being marketed, and the way that we can, I don't know. I, I feel like it's becoming. They're pulling the strings in a way that have made the brand super, super exclusive mm. to the way that it's like, oh, like this rapper has one now or like this celebrity has one now. Right. That, that's like an event. That's an event. Um, like the restaurant owner down the street <clears throat> could have one, but that's not right. like that's not what Rolex wants you to see. They, they want a, a different level of exclusivity. And I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing um the artificial scarcity and all of those issues but i feel like omega as a brand is marketed in a way that people know that it's a nice watch and it's something that i should consider without seeming like a crazy person <laughs> because I, I what do you have like the george clooney billboards and stuff like that but yeah I, I, those are the big ones 
I don't feel like Omega is being shoved down my throat the same way that Rolex is sometimes. Mm. So I, I feel like this could still be positioned as a reasonable purchase. And dude, this thing is like, I'm sorry, but it's a sub killer in a lot of ways. I love this watch. Have and you told people what this watch is yet? It's the probably not. I don't think we have. There, everyone, everyone's just like on the edge of the seat, like just like, oh my god, what the fuck are they talking about? Tell everyone at home what your what your empty nest slash Hawaiian shirt dad pick is. I, I guess I was just like I, I started feeling all, all giddy about it, and I just like kept talking. <laughs> um, it tells you something. It so tells you something. It's hard. They mix up the the brand names, but uh, or the product names, but this is the Omega Seamaster. Diver 300M coaxial master chronometer. It's the 42 millimeter. Um, fucking beautiful. Latest revision of essentially the watch that you really like, which is like yes. the 90s Pierce Brosnan Bond yep. watch. But this is like tricked out with a really cool ceramic wave dial oh, yeah. uh, and a whole lot of tech that really sets it apart from, I would say, something like a Submariner. Um, and it sells for fifty two hundred, which is not it's not cheap, but like I said, my guy he's <clears throat> po- quite possibly never had a nice watch. Yeah. So and if he's I don't know if he's like an empty nester at this point uh, wants something cool, you know, I think theoretically I, not theoretically actually this is another thing that sits Omega apart from Rolex. You can walk into an Omega store or an AD and buy it. Yeah, I don't have to go on like a fucking like trip to Mordor to even get on the list. Like yeah. I could, I could, I could put on shoes, get into my car, drive to Mall Millennia down here in Orlando because I live in Orlando. Walk yeah. into the Omega boutique right next to Hublot, which is next to the food court. And I could buy this watch. Yeah, today, and right now. After and after what? After the recent Rolex price increases, the Submariners. I think the Submariner no date is like well above eight thousand. I think. Come on, man. It used to be. It was. I remember it was seventy five hundred. Yeah. It was seventy five hundred back like in twenty fourteen or something like that. So by now it's definitely over eight. Um, you can't get one. So like, imagine this guy like walking in like, oh, I want to buy a Rolex also, and like the the person there is like, well. If you have to ask, then you don't really know what's going on. The watch is there, but you can't really buy it. You have to buy these other things for like imagine our yeah. non-watch dad dad going. He's gonna be like, fuck this. I'm gonna walk over fuck across this is stupid. the other side of the mall. I hear I hear Omega is nice. And yeah. I think these I think these are great. And I think you can just like I feel you can take like, this anywhere. I feel like in terms of design. And actual features, and even honestly, technology. You guys can send me all your fucking hate mail. In terms of technology, this is offering this Seamaster Coax Master Chronometer Forty Two is offering so much more. Yeah. Without having to jump through any of the fucking hoops. Oh, and the and the you know at the at the AD the 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 salesperson might also sell you on a like a really nice Omega NATO. Like they have crazy NATO. Stripes. Oh yes. So you know you can pair that with this watch for summer and then put it back on on steel as as it gets cold again i don't know man this this I, is a good I, I dream this is excellent yeah. i dream of being the guy that only has this watch yeah <laughs>
and this could make so much sense also because the thing is in this in this scenario that you're talking about um you're not spending a shit ton of money on your kid anymore yeah you're earning as a, a statistically and this is like not me being weird but statistically like people say you're earning years as a guy at least are between like 30 and 55 yeah you know what i mean so also also another another hidden feature for these um and i'm i'm realizing that more omega watches are doing this i don't know if this movement does but you can jump the hour hand you can jump yeah how um it's just it's another setting on the crown so like why don't they tell that to people the rail master does it i don't know if this watch does it but i I know for a fact the rail master does that is pretty fucking cool actually i had no idea anti-magnetic chronometer helium escape valve screw and crown oh my god this is this is the watch this is this is the this is the fuck you life version of the <laughs> fuck you watch fuck you life i'm getting a i'm getting a five thousand dollar watch fuck you life <laughs> i'm not paying private school tuition anymore fuck you life <laughs> you know what i'm saying yep man good pick god this is a good one fuck my turn take it away okay let me find let me find the link here so yeah okay empty nest hawaiian shirt dad um i've worked hard my whole life i i i I had a child i had an infant with my spouse the infants you know we raised them appropriately they developed their own personality they did sports they did school i was with all the other school dads all my friends when my kid was you know in high school were school dads and like now i don't have to worry about that shit anymore my kid's not in school anymore um maybe they're in college or maybe in your situation they're getting married it doesn't really matter they're off doing their thing and now i have become an empty nester which sounds like it could be a bad thing however instead of empty nester let's just call it a a a free agent i am a free agent (laughs) okay (laughs) i can do whatever i want I can I can garden, I can walk around, I can take up this, I can do more outdoorsy stuff. I don't have to necessarily account in the same way I had before someone else's schedule, uh, you know, into my own. I've reached a level of it being okay to have fun, maybe not take myself so seriously. And so I have reached third stage of, of fatherhood. And this is me. This is me in particular, Michael. All right. And people might not necessarily agree with this choice. However, this for me works because I'm also picturing myself as being a Hawaiian shirt, empty nest dad. Like I am just I'm dressing fun. I don't have to worry about presenting myself well. I don't have to work that hard to work anymore. I can take myself not too seriously anymore. I can have fun. Therefore. The watch that you should get, or the watch that I will get, you know, if I become this father, and this is not everyone, This you don't have to get this particular model that I've sent to you, Michael, okay? But just the idea. <laughs> the final I like stage. Where, I like where this is going. The final stage of watch fatherhood. <laughs> you gotta get yourself a fucking Disney watch, man. Alright? <laughs> you gotta get yourself just a fucking fun ass, not take yourself too seriously, Mickey Mouse watch. The watch I've sent you in particular, Michael, is a really fun one. 
It's a, it's a two-tone blue dial, limited edition Invicta Mickey dial. However, if you hover over, this one is special. It's not like the regular two-tone one. And it being limited edition, there's little Mickey shadows on the blue. Yep. This is it. This is the watch that I can wear as a Hawaiian shirt empty nester. Are you kidding me? So Imagine the me. The difference between your choice and mine is that you can you can buy this watch and then book like a, crazy, a Disney cruise, crazy vacation at like one of the resorts or something. I could buy this watch and go to Disney's Alani in Hawaii. <laughs> there you go. This is that's that's the life I want. I want to be a retiree cruiser. Okay, <laughs> I want to have my child move on. He or she has their own life. They're happy. They're healthy. They're doing their own thing. I want to be the granddad with my wife or grandma who are perpetually cruising. I've sold my home. I've sold all my assets and I've opted to die on a cruise. I will take all that money. I will parse it out and I will ensure that for the remaining years of my life, I will in some way, shape or form be on a cruise ship with this watch. My Mickey Mouse Invicta limited edition <laughs> two-tone watch for a hundred dollars. Right on. That's it. That's 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 me closing the chapter on my life as a paternal figure. I just want a goddamn two-tone Mickey Mouse watch. <laughs> also, probably you bought it at the mall. I also probably bought the shit at the Invicta store <laughs> with a fucking, uh, 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 you know, Auntie Anne's pretzel or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just sitting there eating my fucking pretzel. Oh, what's that watch? Oh, that's the limited edition Invicta Mickey watch. I'll fucking buy, I'll buy it. I'll buy it right now. Don't even wrap it up. I'll wear it out. You can keep my old Mito. <laughs> no, give me the Mito back. I'm, keep, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the Mito. Yeah, they have formal nice night. Yeah. Yeah, they, have, they have formal night on the cruise. I'll wear the Mito on formal night. But for every other night... I'm wearing my Mickey Mouse and Victor watch, and then Very maybe nice. if I if I hit Castaway Key or if I go to the beach, I'll wear my Casio that I wore when my when my kid was an infant. You know. Very nice. That's how I picture closing out fatherhood, my last remaining years, my golden years on golden sand beaches. Michael, it's still that's a it. long, long slow march to the grave. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can, wait, this watch will make it better. This watch will make it better. So that's it. That's my that's my that's my pick. That's how I pictured out closing. Uh, that's how I pictured closing out fatherhood. I I fucking loved this. This was so much fun. I think we chose such great watches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think I think each of these can make pretty pretty good um, like three watch collections. If I'm being honest. Ironically, yes. That occurred to me. Like I think in the middle of the soccer dad talk we were having, I'm just like, fuck, we're creating a three watch collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if if uh, somebody like the the flyer, I guess would be like the the marathon, uh, the diver, obviously the omega, and then I mean that G Shock has a chronograph and way more. So yeah, you know, it works, man. But here, let's do this. I I really hope everyone's enjoyed the show. I hope you guys had as much fun as we did. God, it was nice talking to another human being during one of these. <laughs> yep. It's really tough talking to myself for an hour and forty minutes. I know people. I, I know people are like, oh, I'm quirky. I talk to myself. Yeah, try doing it out loud for an hour and forty minutes in front of the world. In front of the world, <laughs> you get pretty fucking tired of yourself after a little while. Uh, you know. 
I did it twice. And I could do it again. <laughs> I think that's the worst part. I could 100% <laughs> just pick another Soviet watch topic and do it again. Um, I gave you guys the abridged version of Vostok. If you want the full one, you know, let's wait till Michael can join us again. Then I'll give you the full, <laughs> give you the full version of, uh, <laughs> of Vostok watch history. But here, let's do this. I really hope everyone has enjoyed this episode uh, as much as we have. Um, happy belated Father's Day uh, to all the fathers out there, whether you're, you know, bio father, adoptive father, father figure, it doesn't matter. However, whatever paternal type of figure you are in someone or a group of people's life, um, yeah, happy you day, right? Fucking fuck day. it up. Uh, in terms of a recap here, um, check out all the Patreon stuff I talked about. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about all this shit again. I'm not gonna bother you guys with that. Go and check out the Patreon page if you want to keep supporting the show. If you want to keep supporting uh, what Michael and I do, and if you want access to a lot of that exclusive Patreon content and uh, uh, stuff that like I talked about before. Uh, in addition to that. Just recapping uh, each of our choices here. Uh, I'm gonna fuck this up. Actually, no, not, I got this. I got this. Mike's picks uh, for the three stages of fatherhood. His newborn, uh, uh, his new dad pick was that really, really cool marathon quartz uh, with the tritium uh, gas tubes under 300 bucks. <clears throat> One second, I'm choking here. <clears throat> Don't die. I had popcorn three weeks ago, so you know I'm still choking on the fucking kernels because that's how popcorn works. <laughs> I had popcorn when I was seven years old and I'm choking on the kernels now. I'm 33. I don't know why I talk like that. Um, Michael's, first, <laughs> Michael's first pick, stay on track, guys. Michael's first pick for, for new dad was that quartz marathon tritium. The tritium is basically your unobtrusive nightlight to not disturb those around you. Um, my first pick for the newborn watch in a very similar vein was the, the Casio Illuminator vibration alarm. Vibrating alarm, you can wear it on your arm. It won't disturb anyone else. It can help you keep track of, of whose shift it is to do what in the infant slash baby rearing process. Really, really cool. Uh, soccer dad picks your pick. I fucking love this watch. The G-Shock Master of G Mudmaster GGB100-1A3. This thing is fucking incredible, okay? It's it, it it's an altimeter, it's a compass, uh, it makes julienne fries, it can fucking do everything, okay? This fucking, this fucking Master OG, uh, uh, Mudman, G-Shock thing. Uh, my pick for Soccer Dad watch was a watch that doesn't remind me that I'm a Soccer Dad. Uh, it was this uh, Mido Multiford, Multiford Gent, uh, 42mm, <clears throat> here's the fucking reference number, guys. Just, I need to take a breath. M... Zero zero five four three zero one one zero six one eight zero again m zero zero five dot four three zero dot one one dot zero six one dot eight zero god mito get your shit together with these fucking red there's no reason to have that many reference that many numbers in your fucking reference number bullshit <clears throat> really really cool watch there's also been a bunch of different dial variations i chose this gray one in particular because i kind of saw it as the preserving my individuality nice one under the radar sleeper watch uh, and then finally the, fa the the last stage of paternal bliss the final stage of fatherhood the empty nest slash Hawaiian shirt dad uh, stage Michael I think this is I think your pick is the MVP of the episode <laughs> I love this watch I think it's fantastic I've tried this watch on in person because they had uh, an Omega AD on the last Disney cruise uh, that my wife and I were on and I got to try this watch on and it just 
it's it's just yeah. So uh, Michael's pick for empty nest slash Hawaiian shirt dad watch. It was the ever fucking badass uh, Omega Seamaster uh, three hundred millimeter three millimeter three hundred meter Omega coax master chronometer forty two millimeter diameter watch ceramic dial with the waves. Um, bezel and it's got the super it's got the super cool coax movement in here i mean and you can walk into a store and buy this yep <clears throat> you know what i mean you don't have to find the jade monkey by the next full moon to even get on the list to fucking get it like it's no no weird rolex fucking bolt bullshit reach rounds you can walk into an omega boutique or an ad and just buy this shit right now all day all day and my pick to close out fatherhood and to close out episode 180 of the Two Broke Washington's podcast, uh, whatever variety you choose of a Mickey Mouse, a, a Mickey Mouse watch, the Disney watch, I in particular have chosen the Invicta limited edition, limited edition <laughs> Mickey Mouse two tone two nine six seven one. That's the watch that I've, I think would go best with me in my final years as a serial retirement cruiser with my wife. Um, really hope everyone enjoyed this episode let us know your thoughts on these watches and then more important of all let us know your thoughts on what you would choose or what you have chosen or are in the middle of choosing for whichever stage of fatherhood you are in um, maybe I'll do a poll on Instagram later this week uh, for people to share their thoughts and then you know Michael you and I can like do some stuff around that but um, I think that's it is there anything I'm forgetting? no it was a good recap I think we're done right on time. Done right on time. Are you sure we can talk for another 10 minutes about Sylvia Watches? I think we can refer them to episodes 178 and 179. Because <laughs> left to my own devices, the last two episodes were an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm fucking right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's close it out. Is it that, Michael, is that time? Is that sad time? sad time but it was good to get to chat again get to chat again here close this out and then i'll uh oh no you start and then i'll i'll close this out thanks for listening guys my name is mike and this is kaz you have been listening to two broke watch snobs later <laughs>